Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Skin and Soul. I'm your host, Taylor Linebaugh, and I'm so stoked to be here with you guys today. Today we're just doing a Q&A with Tay, so just another little Q&A episode with me. I do kind of like to do these every now and then, and I would actually kind of like to start doing them a little bit more regularly, just because I feel like it is a good way for you guys just to have, you know, direct contact with me and ask me whatever it is that might be on your mind, you know? So it's just kind of a good way for us to communicate and for me to just get to the bottom of any questions that you might have directly. So I think I might start doing these a little bit more, but uh, this is our second one so far and I hope you guys enjoy. So before we get into the Q&A, I definitely want to do our usual things, which um, if you're new here, typically we do a few deep breaths just to kind of center and just get in the right headspace for the episode. It's also just something I like to do just to help Calm nerves and all of that. Also, sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and turn that on. Do not disturb. What the heck? Sorry, guys. Anyways, but um, definitely going to do some of those. And then also want to go over my weekly intention. Just kind of set that as a little community. If you guys feel like you want to join in with me on that, as always, you're welcome to. Otherwise, I invite you to set your own weekly intention and just kind of keep that on the back of your mind as you go throughout the week. It's just kind of like a little mindfulness practice and just a way for you to kind of set a little goal in some ways. So love that. Um, but yeah, and then I'll definitely go over my weekly must have my little weekly favorite, if you will, of the week as well. And then we'll just get right into the Q and a. So to start today, I'm going to just do our typical three deep, deep breaths. And for those of you that are, you know, weekly listeners, you guys know I love the visualization practice of just like imagining breathing in something really, really good, all the good, whatever it might be specifically for you that you're needing at this time. And when you exhale, just imagine you are releasing whatever it is that might be hindering you, burdening you, you know, holding you back in any way, whether it's, you know, doubt or just you know, stress or being overwhelmed or comparison or, you know, maybe you're just, I, I don't know, just needing, you know, I don't know, whatever it is that you might be needing at this moment, just imagine you are inhaling that into your body, into your lungs, it's spreading throughout all your whole body. And when you exhale, you're just going to release all that negativity just back out. All right, so take some time to get comfortable if you're able to. Um, and I do like to close my eyes for this practice. And I also kind of place my hands just over my heart space just because it's a nice moment of connection with yourself that a lot of times we kind of forget to do out, through, you know, just throughout our daily lives. So it's just a good moment to just kind of check in and connect. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and take three deep breaths. So go ahead and inhale. Breathe in all the air you can and exhale release all the negativity out of your body inhale again make this one deeper hold it and exhale okay last one breathe it all in whatever you need Hold it in and let that just radiate throughout your whole body. And exhale one final time. Yay. I love doing that. <laughs> okay. And also, I want to say, those of you that are weekly listeners, I love you. Thank you so much for your continuous support. And also, those of you that have reached out to me and let me know that you like doing the breathe, like the deep breathing, I love that. And thank you for telling me that because you guys know I'm just... I was skeptical about that, but you really like it. And that makes me so happy. So anyways, just want to say thanks to those of you that are seasoned SNS listeners and those of you that are new. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope that you enjoy and stick around because this is a fun little community we have going and it's just like the best. I love you guys. So thank you for being here. Okay. Now that we've done our deep breaths, we're in the zone, right? We're in this headspace. Everything is wonderful. We are going to go ahead and do our weekly favorite first. So my weekly favorite this week, it's literally so random. I actually have it right in front of me. It's a fruit snack from Costco. And I know that sounds a little weird, but to be honest, I have been a fruit snack 
like fiend since I came out of the womb pretty much. Like I love fruit like so much. Fruit was always my favorite food growing up. Like you give me a piece of fruit, it's going to be inhaled and gone in within seconds. And those of you that know me know this is true, right? But what many of you don't know is fruit snacks are like my vice. I freaking love them. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the ones that I like grew up eating and loved like fruit by the foot, gushers, fruit roll-ups, then there's like the little Mott's ones. There's like, oh, the little smileys from Walmart, the great value ones. If you know, you know, those like slapped back in the day, I felt like. And they were kind of like rare. Like no one ever really had those. Or at least at my school, like it was like rare to see those. So when you did, you're like, ooh, you got the smileys? Like yummy. I just remember loving the red ones specifically. But anyways, fruit snacks are just so good. But these days, it's so annoying, man. I'm like, why is there like 40 different artificial food colorings in here? I don't want that in my body. What even is that? I don't want that. So that's where I like draw the line, right? And then there's like just all these crazy, just crazy amounts of sugar in these things. I'm like, my my glucose levels are not going to be happy if I eat that, right? So just kind of wanting to be mindful, but I love fruit snacks. So these fruit snacks that I found at Costco, I'm freaking obsessed with them because they're a hundred percent fruit and that is it. So I don't feel like, you know, and not that you ever really should when you're enjoying something you love, but I just don't feel like it's a treat. I mean, it still is, but it's also like not like, I don't see it as like sugar candy. You know what I mean? Like a, like treat. It's more just like a little snack now because it's just literally pureed fruit basically, but they're so good. A lot of the like quote unquote, like healthy or whatever, like fruit leathers or fruit roll-ups I've tried in the past have just not been very good, but the texture of this one's good. And it's just so cute. Their marketing nailed it with the packaging. And I'm going to get into that in just a minute, but it's the brand is called bear, just the word bear B E A R. And they're just their little fruit rolls. And they have the ones at Costco. I'm sure they sell them other places too, but the one at Costco comes in a package with two different flavors. And there's the apple pear, raspberry and apple pear, strawberry, both great, but the ingredients in them are literally apples, pears, strawberries, or apples, pears, raspberries, obviously, depending on which one, and then black carrot juice for coloring, just like extract from like dark carrots, basically. I'm like, love that. It's like the most random thing ever, but hey, better than Red 40, like get that out. Like why does America allow that? It's literally horrible. Anyways, uh, I could go off about that, but I love these. They come in a package with these two little rolls. So they're kind of like fun to eat because you get to like unroll it and you can like savor it. And I don't know, instead of like, you know, I feel like some fruit snacks, there's just like five little pieces in there and you just like scarf it and then they're gone. This is kind of like more enjoyable because it like forces you, well, you know, could just eat the whole thing, I guess, but kind of just forces you to be a little bit slower with it, which I love. And then they're so cute because they also come with these cute little cards, like every single package. And this is such a childlike thing for me to just love, but I just love it. They come with these little cards and they're like little collectible cards. And to be honest, I don't like keep them, but I do really appreciate them and admire them when I get them. And then I recycle them, but they're have like, I think 62 different ones, but they're these little cards with illustrations of different animals on them. And then they have like a number and you like try to collect all 62 or whatever. And like, I would love to, like, if I was a little kid, that would make me so hyped. I would be so hyped to collect all those. Like that would like excite me. Right. And it still does. But at this day and age of my life, I'm like, I don't have, I don't really like, you know, have space really for 62 little random fruit snack cards, you know? So I don't really keep those, but they're just so cute and fun. And it kind of like makes it just like, I don't know. I just love it. So, you know, if you get anything from this, romanticize the little things because me and this fruit snack, we on a whole nother level. I really like them. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So moving on, my weekly intention this week is kind of just really makes sense with this, what I'm just dealing with at this point in my life. And it's nothing like super specific or crazy, but I feel like for the last year, I've really been working on opening up my throat chakra a little bit. So really just kind of like finding my voice and being confident in what I feel and what I say and like saying what I feel really, that's the one that kind of gets me. I think just, you know, some things happen when we're just, you know, I feel like everyone just like goes through different like traumatic experiences or, or we experience, you know, just life differently and they kind of leave little imprints on us sometimes. And I think for a long time it was imprinted upon me that 
what I felt and said just like didn't really matter. Like not that it didn't matter, but just like what I would say, like the way I felt and when I put that into words and like vocalize that to the people around me, I just felt like no one was listening to me. And it was just so frustrating. And I feel like that was something that I've carried with me throughout my whole adult life. And just this past year, I've really been focusing on that and really just like, you know, being like confident in what I feel and knowing that like, just kind of like getting more in tune with what I even want to like, it's just been a whole process. But my weekly intention this week is to just not allow people to walk all over me, basically. And that's kind of like a lifelong intention. But you know, that's kind of like the most simple way I can think to say it. But really, I just want to put a focus on, you know, if someone says something that kind of like crosses a boundary for me or, or feels disrespectful, I don't want to just brush it off. I don't want to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna ignore it. Like they probably didn't mean it or, you know, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, it's, you know, I'll just let it slide this time. Like whatever. Like if something happens and it bothers me, I want to be strong enough to say something about it because that is just like, something I'm working on. And also with that being like a process for me, I think making those decisions and kind of being able to like stand up for myself a little bit is kind of like sending out the vibe into the universe that I'm like ready for more. And like, I got this and I'm like confident, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those actions just kind of put out good vibes that will just attract abundance, man. That's the motto. So uh, that's just kind of what I'm feeling and just really focusing on just knowing that what I say is important and yeah, period. Like my feelings matter, you know? So I'm just kind of focusing on that right now. And if that resonates with you, then I invite you to join with me on this little weekly intention and like throughout the week, seriously, like remind yourself of this and just have this be the focus of your week for the next week until next Tuesday, next time we talk, you know? And, um, maybe if this isn't something you really struggle with or deal with, you know, maybe you have something else you want to focus on this week. Maybe it's, I don't know, like spending time with your family once this week or reading a book every night this week, or, you know, making a effort to get daily movement in every single day this week or whatever it is, you know, so just go ahead and choose something to just kind of have on the back of your mind throughout the week. I think that's just a really healthy practice to get in and just kind of, you know, is rewarding when we are able to achieve those things that we set our minds to. So I invite you to do that. But now that we've gone through all the usual things, we're going to go ahead and get into the Q&A. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and get into the Q&A. So as you probably know on my story, I did just post a little questions box just asking you guys, you know, if you had any questions regarding literally anything just to go ahead and send them in and then I'd answer them on the podcast. So we're just going to go ahead and get to those. And these are from a week ago. So, you know, bear with me because I did view all these and kind of like think a little bit about them, but I haven't like, you know, formally sat down and like written anything down. And I kind of just like to just do this on a whim, you know, and kind of keep it a little up in the air. So we're just going to kind of go with the flow. But first question is, do you take any daily vitamins? If so, which ones do you like best? So I do, I do take a few different supplements and I guess vitamins specifically, like I don't necessarily take like a daily vitamin or anything like that. Um, I just think, you know, by eating a eating the rainbow, basically just like eating a wide variety of different fruits and vegetables, you're really able and foods in general, you're really able to just get a lot of different vitamins and minerals in already. And I really think just through proper uh, nutrition and diet, you are able to get those vitamins that you may supplement otherwise. But if you are not, you know, maybe you're not able to, I don't know, maybe you're just not in a place where you are uh, eating a lot of, you know, just different fruits and vegetables and things like that. And you feel like you're diet is lacking those, those necessary vitamins and minerals. And like, absolutely, please, please, please supplement those. But I just currently don't take a daily vitamin, but I will share with you kind of what I do take as far as like supplements go and things that do help to kind of support my overall health and whatnot. So the first thing is, and these are in no specific order, I'm just going to kind of tell you, but I do take a daily omega supplement. So just good old fatty acids, right? Those are just super, super good to help support our skin health, our joint health, hair health, brain health, even, um, you know, and just getting those daily dose of omegas is just super important because they're so anti-inflammatory. So similar to, you know, I mean, we can get those from our diet as well. Flax seeds are really high in these. Salmon is really high in omegas. Um, you know, there's lots of different things that are, but I do like to take a daily omega supplement just to help 
kind of increase my skin's uh, barrier health, really, and, and all of the other benefits that come along with taking omegas. So I do like taking those. I think quality is super important when it comes to supplements in, in general, but specifically omegas, just because, you know, a lot of times they are dry from fish, fish oil or algae oil, things like that. So I do think sourcing is really, really important there just because a lot of times, unfortunately, due to commercial and industrial farming, like things can just get a little, you know, toxic when they don't have to be. So just being kind of smart with sourcing is important with that. But I do love taking a daily omega. I also take zinc daily. And um, this is honestly just, again, for the anti-inflammatory benefits, just to kind of help combat inflammatory breakouts and other inflammatory issues. I think zinc is just a good, you know, supplement to be taking, but with any supplementation, anything, I do recommend just speaking to your doctor about it because not everything is like a one size fits all, obviously. So just something to consider. And I will say with zinc, zinc did make me kind of nauseous when I first started taking it. So make sure you take it with food if you do take that. But zinc is a super powerful anti-inflammatory agent and a lot of us are deficient, unfortunately. And then that kind of leads me into another thing, which is magnesium. And I do take magnesium supplements as well. I find they're super, super beneficial for helping to manage my stress, helping with sleep and other various functions throughout the body, good for muscle and joint health and all sorts of things. But I do really like magnesium. And I also find that that helps to kind of like with regulating um, stress and whatnot. I feel like that's also beneficial for your skin in the long run, because we know chronic stress and stress in general can really kind of trigger all sorts of problems that are just not fun for our skin. So do like taking magnesium. And I also love to bathe in magnesium. You guys know my magnesium flakes, take a bath in that. I have magnesium lotion I'll rub on, really helps to soothe the tired, achy muscles, aches and pains after a long day. It's just so nice. So I love magnesium a ton. And then the other two things that I do take, I do take a supplement called, um, it's, it's ion intelligence of nature is what ion stands for, but that's just a brand. And I take their gut health supplement, which is a humic extract, which is really, really interesting. It's like a, it's, it's an extract from ancient soil and it's just so full of, you know, I'm not even really sure exactly what it is. So I don't want to be super specific here when I say this, cause I don't want to, you know, totally botch it, but whatever the extract is, I know it's extract from ancient soil, but whatever the actual like components, um, minerals, vitamins, whatever it is in there actually help to rebuild the lining of the gut. So super, super great for anyone dealing with any gut related issues, bloating, um, digestive problems, you know, really anything skin issues too. That was kind of why I originally started taking it and also just to help my digestive health and if you've taken antibiotics, you know, a lot of times that can really kind of like throw your gut out of whack, can help or can, you know, kind of hinder and damage the gut lining. And with that, um, you know, little things, little toxins escape out into the bloodstream because the tight junctions of the gut are not, they're not as tight as they should be. So it kind of creates like little gaps and then toxins and things like that can spill out into the bloodstream, which is what we don't want, you know? So taking that supplement and just kind of helping to rebuild the gut lining, um, has been super beneficial. And along with that, I also take some, a really just good quality probiotic. I think that's super important as well, just to kind of help support the gut, um, and just keep it kind of moving slowly, especially since I was on antibiotics. This was a while ago. I mean, over a year now, but still that really, really impacted me. And that was one of the only times I can remember in the last, I don't know, 15 years. I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I was on an antibiotic for something, but hadn't been on antibiotics in a very, 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 very long time. And I was taking antibiotics because I unfortunately had to, and I knew it was going to kind of mess with me a little bit and it did. So taking a really good probiotic I found, I've found has been super beneficial. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it. And then this, I guess, kind of counts as my daily vitamin, but I do eat two Brazil nuts every single day. Um, I do that for the selenium content and just because they are full of so many different vitamins and minerals again, and I eat two of those a day and I guess those are kind of like my little daily vitamins, but yeah, really just omegas, probiotics, zinc, magnesium, my gut supplement, and then my probiotic is kind of what I take every day. And I know it seems kind of like excessive and like a lot, but I didn't just like buy all this and start taking it at once. It was just kind of like slowly just figuring out what worked for me and just kind of you know, trickling new things in here and there and just testing out how they work for me. But so far I've loved all of those things. Okay. Next question is your favorite in season spring foods. Okay. So 
this question is so amazing. Thank you for asking this. I love this question, but, um, a few of my favorite foods that are in season come springtime. So right now, Oh, uh, asparagus for sure. I love, 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 love asparagus. I feel like that you can just do so many things with it and it's just crisp. I mean, you know what I mean? You can like blanch it if you want it a little more with like a bite. Just do some lemon, some salt on that. You can do like pin roast it, make it spicy. You can make it a little Cajun-y. You could, you know, fold them in a pasta sauce, like a really creamy pasta sauce. Do some spring peas with that or something. Um, I'm trying to think what else kind of do, oh, like a Parmesan, like some Parmesan asparagus would be amazing. Again, you like pan roast that would be so good. I just love asparagus. I think it's just so good and, um, definitely in season this time of year. So asparagus would definitely be one of mine, uh, I guess artichoke as well. And we don't really cook with artichoke a lot, but I love artichoke. Like anytime I eat artichoke, it's like the best thing ever, but I just haven't really cooked with it a bunch. Um, but it is in season and I do love it, especially in dips and things like that. And even marinated artichokes I do like to use sometimes in pasta. Sometimes I'll do in salads or something like that. So artichokes definitely on my list as well. Um, I'm just thinking of like all vegetables. Another one that's in season is radish. And that sounds like so random. And I had actually never cooked or eaten with radish. But I kind of like set myself up to this little challenge. And I was like, I'm going to start like trying new vegetables and just buying stuff that I've never cooked with and bring it home and just kind of like figure something out, you know, just kind of experiment with it a little bit. But I really do, um, like raw radish. Like if you shave it pretty thin, doing that on tacos of any kind, doing that on a salad, even on a sandwich, like that extra bite. And it has like a slight peppery taste. It's just so good. It's so, 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 so yummy, really full of good prebiotic fiber on all that good stuff. So those are also a fave of mine. And you can also bake those and cook those, saute them. And we tried that once and I can't remember exactly what we did, but I want to try it again. I kind of want to get it down more to science a little bit because I feel like experimenting with it like we figured, we kind of felt like it was better raw, just served as like a garnish on things. But I think there would be a good way to kind of incorporate that into some kind of like roasted dinner type dish somehow. But yeah, been loving those. Uh, kale also like, oh my gosh, just some, especially Trader Joe's has this Tuscan kale. That's so, 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 so good. So dark and just rich. And I love it so much, but kind of like to saute that with a little bit of, um, oil, just kind of like soften it. Some butter and some salt is so, or sorry, not butter, lemon, lemon, not butter, oil, lemon, and salt. That is just like so good. I don't know what it is about that. The flavors are just amazing. It kind of like takes the bitterness out, softens it up. It's just such a good side for really anything. And I absolutely love that. And it's also in season. So we love that. Uh, I feel like I'm literally only naming vegetables, so I'm going to try to think some fruits. Mm, oh, kiwi. I've been loving kiwi lately, like, so much. I don't know what it is about kiwi, but I think just because it's in season, it's just so good right now, but I've been eating lots of kiwi. Pineapple, I guess, is another one that's good in season right now that I've been loving. Strawberries um, are kind of coming into season, I guess, but I have been just loving all those fruits and kiwi especially is cool because it has more potassium than a banana, more vitamin C than an orange. Um, and I can't remember. There's some other facts that it had on the little package it came in that I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. Kiwi. Like who knew, you know? So really been liking kiwi. It's just super flavorful and yummy and just kind of fun to introduce a new tropical fruit to my diet. So over the winter was kind of eating just lots of like berries, I feel like, you know, and I don't even, yeah, just berries and you know, frozen fruit, really, like, didn't eat, like, a ton of fresh fruit, because a lot of fresh fruit isn't really super amazing during the winter, but anyways, pineapples, again, would be another favorite of mine, we just cut a pineapple, um, I did, I, I guess, a couple days ago, and we just store it in a container in our fridge, and then just, like, snack on it, it's so good, it's, like, I think, just because, again, it's ripe, or not ripe, in season right now, and it was ripe when I cut it, it's so juicy and flavorful and amazing, and I love it, it's so good, so... Those are some of my favorite in-season foods. Parsley is definitely one that we use the most. Basil, I would say as well. But there's so many. I mean, cilantro too. Thyme, rosemary, sage, mint, dill even. I mean, all those you could just use for like different, you know, reasons, obviously. But I feel like for sure, parsley, cilantro, 
basil are like my three favorites for sure. But they just lighten any dish, really just bring that like herbaceous flavor and just really kind of like brings it together. Like I just, we love fresh herbs. Like we cook all the time with fresh herbs. And now that I cook with them a lot, it's like when I eat food that doesn't have that, I'm just like, meh, it's kind of like bland, you know, like where's the, where's the punch, you know? So love that. Love herbs, fresh herbs, chef's kiss. We love. Okay. Moving on. Let's see. Have you ever had filler or Botox before? So I have never had filler and technically, yes, I have had Botox once. It was before my wedding. So, uh, probably like just over, I guess two years plus a little bit more than that, probably like two years, two months ago or so, but I had what is known as a lip flip and I didn't even like need it, honestly. Like not that anyone ever needs it, but when I smile, it's not, it wasn't like a concern of mine that my lip folds under. I mean, maybe like a little bit, I guess, but I just more wanted like the fullness for my wedding, I guess, but I didn't want filler by any means. Um, and I just kind of thought that might be like a way to like help to like naturally accentuate my lips as, you know, like a feature, but without like overdoing it. Um, but honestly, because when I smile, like, I feel like that's the main reason people do that. Like if you smile and your upper lip kind of flips right under, um, but when you're not smiling, like you can see your upper lip, I feel like that's the main reason people do it to kind of prevent it from flipping under like that. But I, since I don't really have an issue with that, like, I just wasn't really thinking, I didn't really like know what it was for, but now I understand obviously. But at the time I just like, didn't really, under I just thought like, Oh, it'll make my like lip look a little more full or I don't really know what I thought, but it wasn't what it does. So afterwards I was like, I look like the same, like it didn't really like do much. And also I will say it's literally four units, four units of Botox guys, four. It's like the smallest amount ever. But, and the reason I'm telling you that it's four, it's two in each side, or it was when I did it at least, but literally, and I'm not even kidding you, units of Botox are usually what, like 10 to $13 a unit. Maybe I feel like that's what most places advertise them as. Um, but this place literally after my appointment, they were, I was like expecting to pay like, you know, 40, 50 bucks, whatever. No, they charged me $150. I was like, I was here for literally five minutes and it was four units of Botox, but okay. And that was like, I, I was like, your website literally says it's, you know, whatever it was, 11 units, $11 a unit or whatever. And they were like, oh, well, we just changed it. And I was like, cool, love that for me. And then it didn't even really do anything for me. So if, you know, and I just was under the impression, I literally don't even know what I thought it was going to do. I don't really know, but it wasn't that I didn't like it, but was it worth $150? Absolutely not. No. So I haven't ever done it again. And I don't really feel like it, you know, made a huge difference for me. And it wasn't really something I like really needed, I guess. So I just don't really know if I'd do it again, but technically, yes, I have had Botox before, not in the usual ways, but I technically have no filler though. Okay. Moving on. Let's see. <laughs> uh, okay. Fave places to eat in Utah. Okay. I have a list and I typed it out. So let me pull it out really quick. And to be honest, like food is like my love language, man. Like I will eat literally anywhere. Like I love food. Right. So these are just going to be a few random places. So, okay. First and foremost, Jinya. If you know, you know, I freaking love that place. I grew up in, you know, Salt Lake area closer to Salt Lake and uh, like Conwood Heights area and there is a Ginia this little cute little ramen bar and it's by the mall uh fashion place mall to be exact and I used to go there all the time in high school and I just well it was actually like after I graduated I would say like the year after I graduated but I love that place I've always loved it it's exceptional River and I love it we go there all the time and they actually put one in Lehigh recently so we love. It's so good. Best ramen ever. I'm freaking obsessed with that place. It's phenomenal. Love. Also, Sundance. I do, I guess I'm kind of biased because I did work up there and have a lot of connections just because I got married there. I, you know, again, worked there. My first date was there with River. Like, it just has a lot of special memories for me, but the food there is so good, guys. Like, the deli is amazing. The bar is amazing. The lookout, this new little restaurant that they have, kind of more of like a skier cafe type vibe. Really good food. I would have to say my favorite, though, is the tree room. And it's it's a really unique restaurant and just a really 
memorable and fun and special one to me but the food there is phenomenal so good so definitely try that out if you're looking for kind of like a fancier like date night out celebrating an anniversary or a holiday or a birthday or something definitely suggest trying tree room the atmosphere there is just amazing there's like literally a tree in the room that's been there for a very very long time there's just lots of history there lots of really really amazing um you know different there's like they're called kachina dolls but just different like native american uh, just, you know, what's the word? Like artifacts almost like really amazing things, really beautiful art and all sorts of things in there. It's just a really special place. So I love it there for sure. The Foundry Grill is another restaurant up there that I love. That one's a little bit more family friendly, but the food there is exceptional. I love it. So love, love, love all the food related things to Sundance for sure. Another place that hits home for me, Bonsai Japanese Steakhouse, literally say less. I've been going there since I was a very young kid. We've always like my family's always done like birthdays there and just it's just like a little hibachi style place. So like tempanyaki, benihana kind of vibe like they have they cook in front of you and they do all the, the tricks. But Bonsai just does it right, man. Like they just do it right. And the people there are so amazing. It's the same like manager or owner. I'm not exactly sure, exactly sure, but that he's been there like my whole childhood. Like I feel like I know this guy. He's like my uncle or something, but I just love that place. The food is so good and the people are always great. And it's always just an entertaining and fun experience and kind of random, but I do love it there. Um, another one of my favorite restaurants, this is River's favorite restaurant, I think in all of Utah, actually it's Provisions in Salt Lake. And they kind of do like more modern American food, but I love the vibe there. It's still like really laid back and chill, not super like, you know, fancy, but the food is exceptional. They just do a really, really good job of elevating, um, you know, kind of more like American dishes and, and also outside of that as well. But I just love that place. It's like a little house almost that they've converted into this restaurant and it's, the colors, it's kind of like pastel-y in there. And it's just very like light and cute. And I love the food. It's just always a great experience and great drinks. Like it's just a vibe we love. So cheers to provisions. Okay. Um, and this is so random, but this came to my mind too. An ice cream place also in Salt Lake called Normal. Normal ice cream. They have the most insane flavor combinations. They always have a vegan option, um, which I just think is nice. Uh, just in case, you know, maybe you're not wanting to like be dairy bond. Like they have like an amazing, you know, some kind of like vegan dairy free alternative, which is just like kind of cool, I think. And the flavors are always so good. And I feel like a lot of times with ice cream, like the vegan option, like kind of sucks, you know, you're like, oh, great. This sucks. Everyone else's ice cream looks good. Mine just sucks. But at normal, it's not that way. Like their ice cream is always so good and you can't go wrong with like any flavor. And they do really unique flavors and really unique combinations. And it's just fun. And they are also just so good at branding and their little shops are just adorable. They're so cute. I love that place so much. So if you like ice cream, check it out. Normal. We love. And I'm trying to think. Uh, ooh, okay. Five Seeds, a restaurant in Park City. Love their breakfast. They, again, just kind of, they just do it right. Just like healthy food, but it's just like done right. It's simple. It's so flavorful. They use lots of different fresh ingredients. I just love it up there. Um, and also there's another restaurant up there called River Horse up in Park City. And it's kind of, again, like another upscale dining place. And I've only been there one time. Rev and I went there for, no, no, I think it was like before we were married, actually, it was like our second anniversary of dating or something like just like, you know, celebrating. Right. But we went there and the food is incredible. It's, it's an experience there too. Like they, I mean, it's like upscale dining for sure, but they do it right. Like, and it's just a vibe and the little restaurant, it's so sneaky. You like walk in this little like creaky old door and then you go up these stairs and it's just this gorgeous restaurant. So it's really fun, but I love that place too. Also, I just want to mention this fried chicken from literally anywhere. Like some of my favorite places, lovebirds, fab, love that place. Um, slim chickens has some pretty good fried chicken. What else? Super chicks great chicken. I love fried chicken. It's like a problem, but anyways, anywhere that has good fried chicken, like sold. I'm there. Okay. Moving on affirmations that you're using right now. I love this question. So I'll just kind of list some of them that I feel like I use pretty regularly. Um, I think just reiterating that I'm worthy, like I'm worthy just as I am. I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to be anything else. I don't have to act a certain way to be worthy. Like I just am like it being worthy is just, it's a birthright. Like I am worthy period. Nothing else comes after that sentence, you know? So sometimes I'll just kind of reiterate that to myself. 
Um, I also feel like another one I say a lot, everything that I desire, everything that I want is on its way to me. Like one way or another, everything that's meant for me will find its way to me basically. And just knowing that and just kind of like reiterating that to myself kind of helps me to be a little bit more present and stop like wondering what's next. And like, when am I going to hit this goal and that goal? It's like, no, like imagine the year ago version of you right now would be like shocked at what you're doing, you know? So that's like how, you know, you're, you're doing well, right? Like just knowing that everything that you want will find its way to you one way or another, everything that's meant for you, I guess I should say. Um, but yeah, I like to say that to myself and also just like my ability to reach my dream life lies in my everyday decisions. I like to tell myself that because it's like, oh, I want to do this or I want to be that or I want to have this, that or the other thing when I'm older in 10 years or whatever. And it's like, okay, then tomorrow, what are you going to do to get a step closer to that? Like, what are you doing to move closer to that goal to, to become that version of yourself? Like, what are you doing? You know? So I think just like every day making small steps towards your goals is, is really impactful and, and adds up and, and isn't overwhelming. So I like to just remind myself of that. Just Oh, this is my all-time favorite, favorite, favorite affirmation, I would say, because it's so simple. It's so easy. Good things are coming. Good things are coming. Good things are coming. I reiterate this to myself all the time. And when things get really hard, I just remind myself that it won't last forever and good things are coming my way and everything happens for a reason. Like every little intricate detail of your life, it occurs in like a very organized, systematic way. And it's like so interesting to see that unfold as I get older. It's like reflecting on the past being like, wow, like it's interesting to know that I learned so much from that experience. And because I learned that I now had this opportunity or I got to have a really neat conversation with this person or whatever it is. It's just like interesting to see that unfold and just reminding myself good things are on my way, I think kind of helps to keep me present. And also another one I like to use too is just I'm healthy. I'm vibrant. I'm full of energy. I'm inspirational. I'm just full of love. Like my heart chakra just radiates. Like I just like to just kind of paint the picture for myself. I'm just like this loving, giving person, you know, because ultimately that's like what I want to be. So just kind of like painting that picture and and reiterating those things to myself and and affirming those things over and over just kind of helps me to stay balanced. And yeah, those are just a few of the ones that I like. Okay. Okay. Something pricey you want, but can't justify buying. Another fabulous question. This is the first thing that came to my mind. And um, maybe you know what this is, but Super 73, they're the little e-bikes, and I don't know if you've ever seen them, but my in-laws have some, and they're so freaking cool. I want them so bad. Like, Riv and I always talk about that. I'm like, should we just, like, sell one of our cars and get two of those? Because, like, they're so sick. They're so fun. It's just such a good way to get out, and they're actually, like, kind of fast, and you can pedal like a normal bike. Like, I don't like to just, like, push the button and go the whole time. Like, I want to, like, work a little bit, you know, at least a little. Like, come on, you know? So, I like to pedal for a part of it at least but when you're going uphill so you're not like (sighs) like dying and pedaling and just suffering you can use a little boost of the little electric bike and it just like takes you it's so nice I love it so they're so expensive but I want them so bad I just think they're so fun especially during the summer just do a little quick you know it's just a good way to get outside get some fresh air like I just want one so that is how I would answer that question and I love that question okay Next up, how to grow your clientele while you're in school. Uh, I'm going to just beat a dead horse by saying this, but social media, (laughs) social media, any way of like marketing yourself, spreading the word. And today, like social media is just the way to do that. You know, I think that's the most effective way, obviously word of mouth as well. But when you're in school, it's kind of difficult for word of mouth, just because a lot of your clients, at least for me, when I was in school, a lot of my clients were kind of like, not really super there for the long run. Like they are coming to school for a discounted service. They know you're not a professional. Like they're just kind of there just because maybe it's, you know, all they could afford at the time, or maybe they just wanted a little relaxing facial and aren't really super looking for like corrective results or whatever it may be. But I think social media is so important in school just because you are building your portfolio. Like I started my social media before I was even in school because I just wanted um, to just start my portfolio. I just wanted to get my name out there and just start kind of creating a brand for myself. So I think that's really, really important. And, um, you know, obviously everyone says that, but with that, not just having a social media, but actually like actively posting on it. And I know that's easier said than done, but before and afters are really, really big. I feel like that is super 
um, kind of enticing for new clients to want to come see you. If they see your work, it's just like a way for them to visually, you know, kind of just get what it is that you offer. Um, you know, running little deals. If you're able to do a giveaway, even I didn't do that, didn't do that in school, but I feel like it would have been a great idea if you have like, you know, a product or like, maybe you can work out a way to offer a free service. Like maybe you give away a 60 minute facial and let's say it's, you know, $40 at your school or something, maybe you just like pay for it. And that could be like your giveaway, or maybe you can work something out. So you don't have to pay for it. I don't know. But I think doing a giveaway, just spreading the word about yourself, getting your friends and family involved, like get those suckers in the door, man. Like be like, yo, if you love me, you will come get a service from me. Like, come on, support your girl. And also with that too, I think while you're in school, and this is something I did do, and I found a lot of success in, but creating business cards, I just used Canva to create mine. And I do have the pro account, but you can still create them even on the free account. And they're really affordable. Like I got, I think a hundred business cards for like $16 or something like nothing. It was like cheap. I was happy to do it. And they're pretty good quality. And you know, you don't really need anything super fancy schmancy, but just even to hand a few of those out to friends and family and ask them to give them to their coworkers, or, you know, maybe you hand them to like a younger sibling and ask them to give them to people out at your, at their school, or, you know, maybe you even hand them out at like little local businesses or at the mall, or I don't know, whatever, just kind of spreading the word again about yourself, I think is super, super important. And being in school too, it's difficult because you don't obviously don't make any profit at all. So I feel like, in some ways, you know, it's, it can also kind of be difficult to hold a clientele because you feel a little bit less motivated. I feel like at least I did, like when you're just working for free constantly, it's just kind of like demotivating to want to like go out and try to get more people to come into your door so you can work for free. But just at the end of the day, you just have to think about it like training, like it's good hands-on practice and you need all the practice you can get. So don't even think about it like a job or like work, just think about it like training, you know, and and that's just kind of how it goes. So that would be my advice to you. Um, and, and just being really authentic, being open and honest and just showing up, I think on social media just really says a lot as well. So that would be my advice. Okay. Let's see. Favorite skincare product of all time. So this actually sent me into a downward spiral of thinking for like 20 straight minutes because I literally can't choose. Like I can't, I can't choose just one. Like I feel like I'm hurting the other one's feelings by doing that. You know, like I just can't do that, but I will name my top five, at least right now. Some five that I'm like, just love, 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 loving Mandelic serum from face reality really made such a difference in the texture of my skin. I was just dealing with lots of like non-inflamed bumps, especially on my forehead, a little congestion going on. And I just feel like the Mandelic has just really done a good job of gently exfoliating and helping to kind of reveal smoother skin for me. And I just love it for that. And I've seen it work wonders in so many of my clients' skin. So I love Mandelic serum from face reality for sure. It would be one of my top faves. Also, the classic vitamin C cleanser from Glymed. I love that cleanser. I love it. And I know some people love cleansers that get like really lathery and foamy and they want a deep clean. And I love a deep clean every now and then too, but something about just the creamy, just smooth texture of the cleanser. And in the morning, it's just like a whole experience. Like the smell is just like so wakeful. And I just love to just, you know, cleanse my skin in the morning and do my gua sha in the morning and just the citrus. And it just feels so nourishing and smoothing and not stripping in any way at all. Like my skin just feels so good after I use that cleanser. I just love it. Seriously my favorite. So I love the vitamin C cleanser. Speaking of, I'm basically out of it. So that's tragic. Need to order more stat, but, um, a couple of my others, the Alpharet clearance serum from skin better. I had a love hate relationship with this product for the first little bit because she made me purge really bad, but it's a good thing because that congestion had to come. It had to find its way out one way or another. So just trusting the process and letting it do its thing and come to the surface. And now it's gone. And now my, you know, texture and pigment and really just the overall like appearance of my skin, I feel like has improved so much. So really love that product. And it's just an iconic formulation. Like combining retinoic acid with salicylic acid. And like, what? That's literally crazy, but super effective, especially if you're dealing with stubborn acne and I do love her. So great preventative as well. Um, and I would say CBD mist is another favorite of mine. Like I really love, love the CBD mist. Like I seriously wish I could like drink it. Like if it was like drinkable, 
and it was good for me, I would drink it. <laughs> but it's not. So um, but I love that stuff. I would bathe in it. I would soak my entire body. I want to be like embalmed in that. I feel like the Dallas esthetician has said that before. And I agree wholeheartedly. And maybe she hasn't. Maybe I just made that up. I don't really know. But anyways, love that stuff. It's so good. So hydrating, so nourishing, you know, just really, really powerful antioxidant support in there. It just smells good, feels luxurious. I love that stuff so much. So love that. And I would also say Tone Smart sunscreen from Skin Better is my my go my go-to tinted sunscreen. The coverage is perfect, leaves you feeling glowy. I love that it's a hundred percent mineral sunscreen as well. Um, I just love that. So definitely those are my top few. And I know that wasn't even the question, but that's your answer. <laughs> Okay. Next up, your schooling question mark. So just like about my educational history, I guess. So uh, I graduated from high school. I went to the University of Utah for a year. I was doing pre-nursing things and really wanted to go the medical route. And after that year, uh, I was in a sorority. I was working full time. I was in school and I was just struggling. I was like, I can't do all this. It was crazy. It was crazy, crazy. And I also just kind of realized I thought, you know, nursing, I just figured out was not really the path that I really wanted to take. So kind of did a 180. I went to Slick, Salt Lake Community College for about a year and a half, um, taking just kind of a bunch of different classes, kind of general stuff. I took, um, you know, family relationships classes. I took nutrition classes. I took classes on drugs, actually, just because I just wanted to learn about that. It's just like interesting, just like a bunch of like different, like weird lifestyle um you know, classes and things like that. And I was also studying graphic design. So I did lots of art classes, uh, did classes regarding illustrator, um, just like other printmaking classes, things like that. Um, and I was pursuing graphic design and then COVID happened and I was like, you know what, this is not the vibe. I need a break. This is not, this is not sitting white. And it, it wasn't like, I didn't like it. It was just like, I just knew I was meant for something a little bit more. And I just wanted that interpersonal, that person to person connection that aesthetics allows me to have. And I think I was just really missing that. So that was kind of a challenge just because I felt like I was, you know, so close to getting my degree and kind of felt like pretty good about my path. And then I was like, hold on, this is not, not what I want deep down. So took a break for a little bit. And then I eventually found my way to getting my master aesthetics license. And before that, actually, I will include two educational wise. I am certified in level one and two Reiki. So just a type of hands-on, well, sort of partially, um, energy healing uh, technique. And I did do that certification two different times there. The certifications were a few months apart, um, but I actually had a question about this. So I'll get more into that later, but I also did that certification. And as of now I am pursuing a certification in holistic nutrition. So that's kind of like my educational background. I don't have a degree, um, but I do have, you know, three, four years, I guess, of educational, uh, ex well, no, I guess three, three years of experience in college, just never in the same thing. So you know how they are with credits and stuff. And I was like, man, but I'm actually really close to getting my degree. So eventually I would like to go back just to get it. Cause paid all that money, you know? So I'm like, may as well get it someday, but just so focused on aesthetics right now, that's where my heart lies and, and taking on this nutrition aspect should just kind of help to just widen my knowledge, you know? And I've always been interested in nutrition. And like I said, I took some nutrition classes in college, but I feel like those were very surface level. And what I want to learn about was definitely more of the holistic nutrition. So kind of fun, but yeah. Okay. Let's see. Favorite breakfast in a pinch. Dude, honestly, it's like big balanced smoothies, like my go-to if I'm in a rush, because you just whip out the blender, you're like liquid, protein, seeds, fruit, blend, done. And it's kind of just like simple and just doesn't require me to like really figure out a lot and doesn't require a lot of dishes. Like it's literally just the blender and you bounce, you know? So I really like that. And I've shared some recipes with uh, different balanced smoothies in the past. You're also welcome to check my page. I've shared a few of those as well. But I definitely love a quick smoothie in a pinch. Um, honestly, any kind of toast on sourdough is super easy. Just pop a piece of bread of a uh, piece of sourdough bread in the toaster. I like to do some butter on my bread, um, avocado, pepper flakes, little sea salt, little lemon, or you could do um, everything. Bagel seasoning on avocado, you could do like. I love goat's cheese, goat's cheese, tomatoes, balsamic glaze. You could do hummus, cucumbers, pepitas, 
Um, you know, I mean, there's so many different things you can do. Obviously you could even do like a sweet one, like a, you know, almond butter, strawberries, little, you know, chia seeds on top or something. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitting out random things, but a yummy toast is always a good way to go too, I think. Um, or making something the night before. So like chia pudding, I know I've talked about this a million times, but chia pudding, throwing that in a bowl, some yogurt, some fruit on there, some granola, maybe, um, that's always good in a pinch or, anything like that. Also those little breakfast sausages. It's been my weekly favorite in the past. I love doing that. Sometimes I'll do that with a smoothie, that with a bowl of fruit, just something kind of quick, just to get some energy into my body. But those are just some of my quick breakfast ideas. And let's see what else do we have. Favorite way to manifest. I would definitely say visual visualization is a big one for me. And just like verbalizing things. Like I love to visualize what it is exactly like detail for detail. I like to be very, very detailed. Like, you know, imagine the future job that you want to have every detail about it. Like I intricately visualize all like nightly, honestly, like before I go to bed, that's really when I kind of like to do it. I just like to think of whatever it is that I'm really manifesting towards myself. And I like to just do check-ins with myself. Like what am I doing? Like I said earlier, what am I doing right now to take steps towards getting to that goal? and just kind of go through those and, and really just visualize and also just talking and, and kind of verbalizing it out loud too, like talking to myself. I'm really good at that or talking to river. Like sometimes I'll be like, what do you think of this? Like imagine this and just like paint this big detailed picture. And I think that that's a good way just to kind of put those vibes out into the universe. And, um, also just kind of create this picture that makes it more accessible for you to be like, yeah, like I could see that I can, I know what that feels like. And you kind of just imagine yourself in that space and, and just kind of start slowly becoming that. And that's kind of my favorite way. So I would say that. Um, and also this is cheesy, but like, I'm a really big numbers person, like angel numbers just really hit home for me. I think just cause my mom always talked about them to us growing up. I've just always like heard that, um, and the importance of them and kind of their meaning and all that. I've always just thought those were fun. So, um, you know, sometimes when I see an angel number, depending on which one it is, I'll just be aware of what I was talking about at that moment, thinking about that moment. And almost always it's like, so just like so intricately connected. I'm like, how, why did I see that at the same time I said this? Like, that's just like crazy. So that's just like another thing I like to do. But yeah. Alrighty. I think that's pretty much it. Just kidding. We have a few more. Okay. Products to help with rosacea. So Alto Advanced from Skin Better, first and foremost. It's like a daily multivitamin on crack for your skin. 20 antioxidants in there. And this product also helps to um, combat intrinsic aging as well as extrinsic aging. So it takes other factors other than just like environment and exposure to toxins, things like that. But of course, it's going to just help prevent free radical damage in the first place. Super preventative, super great for any kind of inflammation, any kind of redness, anything like that. It's just like a great product. So I love, love, love that for those dealing with rosacea. Um, also a gentle chemical exfoliant, I think is great. Andu from, um, Anfisa is great. Um, super, super gentle with the azelaic acid in there and the PHA, I think just kind of really will gently exfoliate and really be great for rosacea skin. Um, so yeah, I would definitely suggest that or just some kind of light exfoliation because exfoliation still is important, but because the skin is going to be a little bit more sensitized, we do just want to be mindful of that. Um, and really just being hydrating. Aloe is a really great soothing ingredient. So Hydrobalance from Face Reality is a great hydrating serum to use. Comfort Cream from Glymed is a great moisturizer for rosacea skin. Um, the Restorative Hyaluronic Acid Serum from Hydrinity would be great too, just because it's going to help to lower the temperature of the skin with that Augustasha Mexicana flower. I'm maybe saying that wrong, but that one's actually going to help to lower the temperature of the skin, bring down inflammation and all of that, which is going to be super, super beneficial for rosacea. Um, CBD mist again is going to be another really, really great one. It has that niacinamide in there to help combat redness, even the skin tone CBD to help soothe and give that antioxidant support. So I love that. And also, um, rosacea relief from Glymed is another product specifically to help rosacea, help to strengthen those capillary walls and kind of prevent, um, distended capillaries, those little popped blood vessels and whatnot. So those are just a few that came to mind with rosacea, but of course I would encourage you to make an appointment to have a consult just so we can talk more in depth about lifestyle. Um, you know, there's so many things that go into it, your budget, obviously, and other concerns you may have just so we can tailor a perfect treatment plan or perfect home care routine or a combination of both, um, for you. Okay, friends, we just have a couple more. Um, somebody said, let's see. 
Oops, wait, I already did these. Okay, ways to not bring on negative energy. So what when I read that, I'm thinking like kind of like carry it home with you or I think honestly like in a, in a, in in the industry like the aesthetics industry there's touch involved like there's human contact involved and that alone is an energy transfer like period and honestly even being in an intimate setting with another person like even you know if you're just i don't know i'm trying to think of like even like lash artist browners anything like that i mean that's like you are sharing energy like for sure so um a lot of times i feel like that can affect me if i'm not you know kind of mindful about how to shake it off and then just kind of protect myself so i'm just going to share with you some of my practices for kind of not tracking home, um, maybe unwanted energy that you may have picked up from somebody throughout your day. So, um, first I really love Palo Santo spray, or, you know, you can obviously actually actively cleanse, um, you know, your space, whatever, um, by burning sage, burning Palo Santo, doing that kind of smudging technique is really, really amazing. But I feel like on the go, sometimes that's not super accessible. So I love Palo Santo spray. Palo Santo is very, very protective and I think it smells amazing. So they make the spray. I think they probably have it on like Amazon. Um, but yeah, it's just like a little, just like a little Mr. Spritz bottle and it just smells nice. And I use that to just kind of protect my own energy and just kind of ground me and whatnot. But I would definitely suggest that for on the go and whatnot, just because a lot of times it's going to be hard to like light something on fire if you're like in your car or something, you know, so that's kind of when those sprays come in handy. And, um, you know, they're not anything like fragrant, super gnarly. I mean, maybe there are some out there, but there are some really just easy, simple ones. And I'll have to share the one that I have with you guys, but I love, love, love using those. Um, also just setting intentions, like just being intentional about everything and verbally saying it out loud. Like, you know, I am, I am, I'm trying to think what I like to, oh, I release what is not mine. Like that is like my go-to. I release what is not mine. Anything I've picked up throughout this day, what does not belong to me, I release back into the universe to be transmuted into something beneficial. You know what I mean? Like just kind of releasing that. I think that verbal portion of that really does help to release some energy just by saying it out loud and just also puts the kind of intention out there that you don't want any of these things that you may have unintentionally picked up along the way. So just setting intentions and, and verbalizing that I think can be really, really protective. And even if you, you know, want to practice like visualization strategies, like visualizing like a bubble around you or some kind of like protective shield. Sometimes I honestly do this before I go to concerts because uh, sometimes concerts are just so overwhelming for me. I just feel like I I already am kind of like, you know, really good at like picking up on vibes of other people. And it's just like so overwhelming when there's like a billion people around and ugh, it's just like crazy. So sometimes I literally have to like almost like meditate for a minute and just like imagine a little shield around myself to help like protect me from bad vibes and ward off negative energy that I don't want to take home with me because that totally happens a hundred percent. So those are just kind of some of my little tips for that, I guess. And then last question, somebody asked, how did you go about being Reiki certified? Can you expand on exactly what it is? So first and foremost, what Reiki is, it's, it's like an energetic healing technique, basically through different handholds, um, passing movements over the body. It's really just like, you know, I mean, me as the, the healing practitioner, I basically, help to facilitate a healthy movement of energy throughout the body helps to rebalance the chakras. It's kind of in some ways therapeutic, honestly, like I feel like those that do experience Reiki and when I've experienced Reiki, it's extremely relaxing. You just feel like really light after really balanced. Um, and it's just a good way to kind of help sort through emotions that you might not be aware that are affecting you. So just really interesting. I really, really love it. It's kind of encourages that self-healing as well. Like it's, it helps to, you know, we do different movements and different things that kind of help to, again, just facilitate that energetic movement just so we can kind of reach that state of balance. But it's, it helps energy kind of just find its way back to where it originally is. And it kind of helps you as the person receiving the therapy, like move it yourself. Like it almost like encourages self-healing, I feel like in a lot of ways, which is really cool because it's sustainable because of that. So it's almost like teaching you ways to kind of help keep your own energy in balance. And, and I think that's wonderful. So that's what it is. But the way I got into it, I was seeing a, um, energy practitioner for a long time and, and just working with this Reiki, you know, therapist basically, um, and just found so much benefit and really loved seeing her. And then she actually decided to offer a class to teach 
Reiki level one. So there's Reiki level one, Reiki level two and Reiki master. And, um, I took the level one class with her and my mother-in-law and it was so, so fun. And I loved it. And a few months later, um, somebody that I knew just like a friend of a friend, basically through yoga was offering Reiki level two. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like this is my opportunity. I'm going to totally jump on that. So it was kind of fun Two very different environments, two different practitioners and teachers. So I got to learn a lot from each of them, but it was, it was a good time. And then with the masters, basically that allows you to teach Reiki to other people. And not that I'm not passionate about that, but I just kind of felt like it wasn't really something I needed to invest my time and energy and money into like right away. So that's why I only did the first two. Um, and then that's kind of right when I started getting involved in aesthetics, went to school, just devoted all my time to that. And now being working, you know, it's kind of like something that I sort of put on the back burner and I really want to start practicing again and just kind of just get into the, you know, motions of doing that again. But yeah, hopefully I'll kind of be able to make some more time to prioritize that soon. But that's just a little bit about what it is. And I said last question, but guys, we have a couple more that I didn't even realize. So I'm going to answer these just real fast. Fave thing about Clover. So, I mean, this is difficult, but I would say, obviously, the spa is just so cute, so adorable. We love the vibes. It's just a cute, fun, inviting, homey place, which I think is really, really amazing and, and definitely somewhere that I want to work, somewhere that feels like that. Um, so I love that. I love, obviously, honestly, my favorite part by far is my clients for sure. I mean, Clover has brought me, you know, giving me the opportunity to meet so many amazing clients. And I'm just so grateful for those of you that I have met, um, because of Clover. It's just amazing. And I'm so grateful for you. I love you. I think you're gorgeous. You're amazing. You are all so meaningful to me. And I just come home and rave about you to my family. I just like love you. So thank you for all your support. But I would definitely say my clients are my favorite part of Clover for sure. But I also love this Bob course and working with the hydrofacials one of the best things I think as well, because I didn't get the opportunity to do that in school and I'm obsessed with hydrofacial. It's definitely my favorite service to offer, I would say. And I just love it. So that's definitely a fave of there too. Okay. Products for dry, but textured skin with blackheads. Again, same thing with the rosacea comment. Like I would love to see you for a consult just because there's so much more information that really goes into me prescribing a proper regimen other than just like telling me two concerns you have, you know, so definitely do that. If you are serious about this, um, and kind of moving forward with kind of getting your skin on track and whatnot, or just message me and I'd love to help give you further recommendations, but for dry skin, um, that's textured dealing with kind of like more non-inflamed. I would definitely still say the Mandelic scrub from face reality would be great. Even just a few nights a week, that physical exfoliation is so good for the non-inflamed acne. So blackheads included just to kind of help break up the surface impaction and, and just kind of help just get rid of it. Right. Just help them kind of come to the surface and leave your face. So we love that. Um, that or the detox scrub mask from skin better, I think would be great too. Just some kind of physical exfoliant. Um, but I do love how both of those do also have a small percentage of a chemical exfoliant in them too. Cause that will just again, aid in that, um, process of just getting those, those impactions to the surface. So love those. Um, also peel pads would be amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, so that could be just kind of like an in-between treatments type of deal or an at-home treatment kind of situation. Um, trio would be a great moisturizer or the oxen treatment cream would both be amazing. Oxen is going to kind of help control bacteria and also just help to like bright and dull skin and trios formulated with a very small percentage of some active acids, which makes it a treatment cream. So really, really great. So many healing and hydrating, amazing ingredients in there as well. So I would love, you know, either of those I think would be great. Um, I think the hydro balance again, or the renewing serum from hydrating would be great just to kind of help keep the skin hydrated and not overstrip it, especially if you feel like you're experiencing dryness, but like a lot of times that can actually be a sign of um, dehydration as well. So kind of focusing on hydration would be great. Um, Mandelic serum could be good just to kind of help with the texture. Alpharet could be amazing to help with the texture. So again, it just kind of depends on budget uh, amongst other factors. So I definitely suggest booking a consult, but those are just some of my like, you know, general recommendations for that. So, all right. Last one guys, this is legit. The last one, how to get consistent growth on IG question mark. Okay. So I'm still working on this, but I feel like one thing that I have kind of nailed is, is consistent, slow growth. And I feel like that is really, really awesome. That's like 
really, you know, I'm really proud of that. I think just any kind of growth is amazing, especially when it's consistent and it doesn't have to be huge exponential. Like even if it's just slow, that's amazing. Like that's progress. That's constant growth. Like that's just so great. Right. So I think with that, just showing up is the biggest thing. Like being real, being open, being honest, like showing yourself on your bad days, like just being a human being, being someone, someone can relate to and less of like this perfect little like Barbie, I think is like really good way to just develop a really strong community and your community that you have, how big, how small, doesn't really matter. I think just like focusing on them and and catering to them and, and treating them right. It's kind of the same thing with your clientele when you're building clients as well. Just treating the clients or the, the platform that you have already. And, and just really, I kind of, uh, what's the word, just focusing your everything, your content and everything just towards them. Um, and rewarding them is a great way to build a really strong community. And I think that really helps with consistent growth just because, you know, it, they're going to be engaged and, and want to support you. And, and you just being, I think just really open and honest and loving and kind is, is really important as well. And also just, don't feel like you have to do anything just because somebody else does like do your own thing, march to the beat of your own drum. Like I'm slowly learning this as I have my page longer and longer, kind of like developing my own style and my own way of doing things. And it's so freeing to be able to do that. The stress is just so much less when you're not comparing yourself to others and when you're just being authentic and and posting authentic content. And I think that that really reflects and I think your audience notices that. Um, So I think that's really important and getting inspired by content that you gravitate towards, like what content do you like and kind of just getting inspired by that and then creating your own version and putting your own twist on things and, and, and just kind of creating content that you feel like your niche is lacking that you wish was out there, create that, you know, I feel like that's kind of what I've been doing lately. And I found that to be really fulfilling and, and helps to spark my creativity. And, and it's kind of like setting me apart in some ways, like it sets you apart, you know, if you're just kind of doing your own thing. Like you are creating your own brand. It doesn't look like anyone else's. It doesn't seem like anyone else's. It seems like you, you know? So I think that that's really important as well, but yeah, thanks guys so much for listening to this episode. I love the Q and A's. It's so, so fun. And let me know if you guys like these. I do kind of want to start doing these maybe like once a month or something like that, just cause I think it is again, a really good way for us to just kind of chat directly and um, just get some direct answers to questions that you might be having, but Let me know um, what you think of this video. If you're able to rate or review this episode or the podcast in general, I would just absolutely love and appreciate it so much. Thank you again for being here. I'm so, so grateful to all my listeners. You guys really just mean the world to me and I would not, you know, be here without you. You guys just keep me going and thanks so much for all the love and support and kind words. I'm always just flattered when I hear, you know, nice things from you guys and it just really is inspiring to me. So thank you for being Um, just really supportive friends. You guys are the best. Thank you. And I hope you have a great week and we will chat next week. I love you so much. Bye.